Welcome back to the Communication Queens podcast. In this episode, I am coaching Melanie Hendricks, founder of Dopamine on the Rocks. If you've ever wondered how to share your story when you feel like you have this huge, giant, bubbling, burgeoning purpose that came from some of your darkest moments and how you want to lean into that purpose and that light and the glory of what it is that you see for your future, this episode is for you. Melanie Hendricks was one of our podcast party attendees. Now, if you're new to the Communication Queen's realm, we host a monthly podcasting party for our members. And the first one that you attend is totally free. So you can come and meet other podcasters, get booked on podcasts. About 90% of our attendees end up getting booked on at least one, if not multiple podcasts from the party. And Melanie came and she shared her story of being a neurodivergent mother and mental health advocate. And she won our social media challenge. And her prize was a live storytelling coaching session that would go on the Communication Queens podcast so that you could benefit because what is personal is universal. And when we hear someone else's story, subconsciously, it allows for us to reflect on how we can better share our own to create the income and the impact that we want. I was so excited to get to coach her because, dang, this queen went through some hell and still came out with such a beautiful light and positive mindset on the other side of it and is now serving with her blog, Dopamine on the Rocks, to help other women in the Caribbean who have been labeled with a mental health diagnosis to eradicate the stigma and start sharing openly and vulnerable about their experiences, building a community of support. Now, I will drop a trigger warning that in this podcast, we do discuss a mental health diagnosis of bipolar disorder, as well as suicidal ideations, and how to share your story around this. The podcast is meant for entertainment and educational purposes only, so this is not meant to diagnose or to treat you in any way, shape, or form, and if you are struggling with any of this, please seek out professional help. Every story on this podcast is built on lived experience and is not meant to be a substitute for professional advice. So with that, I want you to pay attention and listen to how Melanie shares her story in the beginning compared to how she starts sharing it in the end when she gets into allowing us to see the dark and the challenges as well as her beautiful light that she has for her purpose moving forward. And with that, I give you Melanie A. Hendricks. Welcome to the Communication Queens podcast for the visionary leaders, speakers, service providers, and podcasters who are looking to stand out sharing their story. I'm your host, Kimberly Spencer, former screenwriter turned master communications coach. On this podcast, I'll be coaching you on how to share your own transformation story so that you increase your visibility, influence, and income on podcast interviews. Let's get your voice heard. Melanie, welcome to the Communication Queens podcast. I'm so excited and honored. You were our winner from our podcasting party social media <laughs> challenge. I'm you did you did like the best posts that I've seen on Instagram sharing about your podcast party experience. Oh, really? <laughs> Thank you so much. To be honest, I don't even remember what I wrote, but it came from the heart. <laughs> it was it was great. The graphics were great. Like you made a thing of it, and I was like, she is a queen. <laughs> thank you so much maybe that's why i got into blogging because i could write <laughs> yeah so tell us about your blog who you are what you do begin the process of hearing your story and getting you communicating like a queen 
Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Definitely. So I would say, picture this, a Caribbean mom navigating life with bipolar, refusing to let labels define her. And I would say in a nutshell, that is me. So I'm just here to share with your audience about that. Hey, I've been diagnosed with bipolar disorder. And there's somebody else out there who may have been diagnosed with bipolar disorder or something else. And I'm here to let you know that you are more than your diagnosis. You're more than the stigma. You're more than labels that society has thrown on you. And we're just here about creating a space where it's okay to be flawed and absolutely fabulous. Amen. I'm Melanie. I love your mission and your message. And one of the things that I would love to hear a little bit more from your story is like, imagine like you are creating, setting up a scene for a movie. Mm. And what were the, what were those moments before receiving the diagnosis? What made you go seek out that support? And then walk me through the moments of what happened after, especially since I know you're a mom and I'm a single mom. So you have, there's a whole lot that's there that we didn't get to get to capture that juiciness. Mm, mm. Now, it's, it's funny that you actually say that, imagine that it's a whole movie, because that's something that my friend Sarah and I do that we talk about. It's like, we say, okay, we are the main character for a movie and every bit and piece of it just makes it more interesting. So yeah, before Dopamine on the Rocks and all of this, like, I would say I felt like I was a... I wouldn't say like an everyday kind of gal, you know, I, I knew I was different. I knew that I was destined for something great. Um, but to be honest, I was too shy. I was too reserved. I was too, um, too neat. I would say, <laughs> make it perfect, make it clean. You know, I'm a mom trying to, to, to make my kids happy and my partner happy. And I'm trying to make my boss happy and, you know, I'm trying all these things along the way, trying to see where I fit in. How can I serve? How can I contribute? And I just, I don't know. I, I, I just couldn't pinpoint what it was. Um, God, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> yeah, because I, I'm just curious if you were to, Walk me through the steps that led you to, because obviously you've tied such a deep amount of purpose to what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there was a moment when you received that diagnosis. Just tell me about that moment. That moment, I was angry. Mm. I, I was utterly angry. And to be honest, my doctor at the time got the brunt of my anger because I'm like, God damn it. Another thing, another thing that I have to deal with because I'm like, God, give me a break. Like how much things does a person have to deal with? No, like I, like I said, I was, the, I'm, I'm a, res I was the reserved child. I was very quiet, but I knew that there was this big voice in me that needed to come out. And, you know, I had my daughter when I was a teenager and shortly after she was born, two weeks after her father passed away, he was robbed and killed on his way home. Yeah. 
And I had to deal with that. And I had to move back to my home country, the Virgin Islands. So um, dealing with, okay, growing up in Jamaica and not moving back to the Virgin Islands, and I have to try to understand the culture. It's very smaller, you know, understand the people, trying to figure out what am I doing? You know, I had this new baby. I'm trying to figure out myself. I have to figure out how to parent by myself, you know, all these things. And I'm just when I think, okay, I got to handle everything. Okay, I'm I'm flowing. I, I'm getting the momentum. It's like your engine is finally running. And, and it's like another roadblock. I'm like, darn it. Really? Really, God? Really? I think we have these kind of conversations all the time. <laughs> Me and him is like, really? Another thing? <laughs> another thing like... You could you can choose somebody else, but why me? Why me? I I'm I don't want to be your strongest shoulder. Can can you let one of your other soldiers like deal with this? <laughs> you know? So during that moment I was very, very angry and I'm like I felt utterly defeated. Utterly defeated because I'm like, that's it? Mm-hmm. No, they're gonna label me crazy. Just 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 throw me away at this point just throw me away at this point because it's like there's no matter how much i try i'm not gonna win mm. there's always something like pulling me back but i would say that fighter in me wouldn't allow it mm. you know she, she that 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 voice that wanted to speak all of this time would not alone because she was like hey this is just another thing Look at all these other things that you you triumphed over. You could get over this, girl. You know, all of these things throughout your life has made you stronger. You know, it doesn't make you, you know, fragile. You know, it doesn't make you fragile. It doesn't make you less than. I think it's one of these, like I said, all these labels that we put on ourselves because of what has happened to us. You know, instead of having these little badges of honor, like, hey, I went through this thing, we make it, we take away from our work and from our value until we feel our, that we're nothing. I'm truly grateful for my diagnosis. And that sounds weird. People think, may think I'm, I am romanticizing. How long did it take you to get to that point? <laughs> to, 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 to be, to go through that anger to being grateful. I would say, I would say about six months, six months, and I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. It's still a learning process. But I would say that I got to, from I got to, going from that point of de- complete defeatedness, because there was a point where I was like, okay, I don't want to live here anymore. You know, I can't do life anymore. It's, it's too hard. You know, praying and asking God at the same window that I'm, I'm sitting at, no, asking God to like. Can I be done with living? You know, so um, coming from that space and just powering through, I said, Mm-mm. I had to anchor myself. I would say my kids were my anchor mm. in that. You have to, you have to find something that kind of pulls you through. You know, something, anything, anything. Even if it's just to get out of your bed in the morning, something to get you through to the next day. And for me, it was my kids because I was said, my daughter lost, lost her father when she was two weeks old. And I couldn't bear the thought of just leaving her 
you know, you know, this world, leaving her by herself. So it's like, mm -mm, there is no other option. I have to pull through. If it's not for me, then it's for her. And then it came to a state, a point where I couldn't do it for them anymore. I had to do it for me. And that's when I truly found my strength, when I started to do things for me. Um, I think we, we, we do for everybody else so much and we don't do it for ourselves. Melanie, I think one of the things that I love about the, de the your story, um, and I want to bring light to this, is when you first started off, when I first asked you to tell you, you led with your purpose, you led with this, this light, this heart, you know, oh, you have a diagnosis and you're eradicating that stigma. But one of the things is we humans, our minds cannot see the gap. Like we need to have that picture painted for us. And now your light of what you've been able to achieve, what how you've been able to evolve and grow and your level of resilience, the, by highlighting the darkness of your story and the challenges of your story. And oh my gosh, like to lose your husband when you're, you're a new mom with a, a new a two-week-old child, mm -hmm. like that way. That compiled with the move, compiled with, you know, then on top of it, getting the diet, like all of those pieces, those, it created in the audience, it creates, I mean, it created in me and it, I know for sure it created in the audience, a sense of empathy, of deep empathy for what it is that you stand for. And now we can connect the dots logically with our brain because you've invited us on this journey of understanding. So I would encourage you on any podcast you go on to really allow yourself to paint the picture of where you started mm -hmm. and then grow into that moment because you had the most powerful word. You said, but... And you said something for me so often. I tell people to get their big butts out of their way because <laughs> the butt can typically be excuses. But yours, yours was, uh, I felt so defeated. I felt this. I, I, you know, you were on the brink with your mental health and feeling like you wanted to leave this world. My God. And then you had the butt. Mm -hmm. And that butt was just like, I felt it in my soul. It was... It was deep and it was, it pulled me. And so it, what you do by sharing that darkness and the glorious, but that is that trend, that pivot where you made a new decision, mm -hmm. like that highlights and makes your message resonate even deeper. Definitely. Definitely. I get that. And as I'm hearing you talk about that, now how my mind works, I'm like, okay, why did I do that? Because I, I like to ask questions and explore myself mm -hmm. even further. I'm like, okay, that's a conditioning. Um, especially here in the Virgin Islands, though, it's a cultural thing. And I think all across the world, but especially here in such a small community, we have been trained to, to only show our best side. Mm -hmm. And all the darkness, whatever we're going through, that's left at home or just for us. And and that's why I'm so passionate about sharing my story 
And I'm like, I'm listening to you and I was like, I'm so passionate about sharing my story, my journey, that I forget to share my story. Right? <laughs> I forget to share my story. And, 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 and that's what I find that people here in the Caribbean struggle with too. We are taught to put the best, our best self forward. We don't show the ugly sides and that's why we continue to suffer in silence. Mm-hmm. And that's and nature too. Mm-hmm. Is it, our, our unconscious minds, we want to maintain a perception of being a part of the tribe because biologically, if we feel like we're the outcast, then that's unsafe. Right. And so by being able to pave the way and be that pioneer that you are mm-hmm. in showing the face of, of your true story and not trying to, you know, just put the best foot forward of how inspiring you are and how, you know, you had the diagnosis and now you have such a big purpose. There's like a there's a six month gap from that moment, but there's also the whole backstory behind that too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Twenty nine years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Twenty nine years of backstory. Yeah. <laughs> so with that, what do you see as being a benefit to sharing your story by also highlighting the darker parts of your story? Um, you touched on it a bit before, and when you said tribe, and that's something that I like to share with other people is that you have to find your tribe, and sometimes your tribe exists outside of the one that you were born into. Um, it's all about community. Like I am so thankful for my friends, for my family, and uh, anybody else that I meet. Like our community is really. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, I'm trying not to get emotional, like, thinking about it. Like, no, do it. No, see, allow yourself to go there because then you actually allow the audience to go there. Emotions are, it, it's energy in motion, and especially if you're feeling, so let it out, sister. <laughs> let it out. <laughs> oh, I will. I will. I try not to cry. I try not to cry. <laughs> take a, take a deep breath. <laughs> take a deep breath and I want you to feel into that space of what community means to you right like community what community means for me is for those who have felt labeled especially if you're a mom or a parent grappling with like mental health diagnosis it's like it's a it's a place for personal growth seekers like like I have grown so much because of the people around me, because of their stories too, because of the tools that they they use and they implement. And I get to, you know, take little nuggets from them here and there. And like it, it's like adding on to myself. It's like we're all a part of this big puzzle, and all of the pieces fits in a sense. Like your piece might fit me and my piece might fit you and we are just exchanging these pieces to make one big beautiful picture. I don't know if that makes sense. Yes, it does. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it's an exchange, like, hey, I need to borrow this piece because I'm painting this picture over here. Oh, you need this picture over here? Here, take a piece from me. So that's where that's what community means for me. It's like a continuous giving and receiving. I think we're so caught up into take, 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 and I, you know, 
like to truly give up yourself in a vulnerable way in a safe environment where you feel heard and seen but it's a person that say hey i see you i get you i love you regardless and i will forever love you no matter how much you change you know that to me is what community means for me and that's why i try my best to to offer in the smallest of ways so you as a leader of dopamine on the rocks and what you're what you're creating you just said something incredibly powerful, you know, giving people the safe space to be seen. And if you're leading this, this movement in the Caribbean, which I love that you're doing, mm-hmm. if you're leading this movement, then by you sharing your story in a way that you're actually allowing your, the, the darker parts of your story the more the challenges to pave and pioneer the way instead of just putting that best foot forward you're actually giving your followers permission to do the same Mm. because you are being that example and you're setting the tone as a leader by by and in how you communicate that is so powerful that is so powerful it's like yeah I, I I can definitely see it I can definitely see it and it's like I know I'm doing it but it's like I don't know to hear it from somebody else sometimes when you're in the process that you don't understand the the impact you're having and even when people come up to me and they share their story and say hey Melanie I appreciate this blog post I appreciate what you're doing I'm I'm still there like okay what did I do again (laughs) remind me so sometimes oh my friend said this amazing thing to me over the weekend she said she said we are so powerful that even when we are we are taking steps we make we, we break grounds but the way in which that we do it, it's so graceful we don't even recognize. So even though I know that I'm making an impact, me still looking at myself as like, mm, mm, I don't know. Am I really making an impact? Am I really doing it? For me, I find that a little bit humbling in a, in a sense because I don't want to get to a point where I feel like I'm so superior because I'm still like you. I'm still learning. There's still things that I could pick up from somebody else. What makes the difference between someone who is making an impact and someone who perceives who's making an impact but perceives themselves as being superior? Hmm. Um. That that is a great question. Um. I don't know. I I just, for me, personality-wise, I just never been one to show off in that way. Mm-hmm. That's that's just not me. Um, and I have this something that keep, that I this mantra that I use to keep me grounded, where I say that I am inferior to no one, I'm superior to none, and I'm equal to all. Um, so. Even though I'm different, I'm still the same as you. I don't need to to show off or 
prove that I am better than because we are still the same. We're still growing. No matter how much I grow, no matter how much impact that I make in this world, I'm still just like you. It doesn't change who I am at the core. I don't know how. And so that, what is that core value that's driving that? Um, The core value is, like I said, I'm just like you. Regardless of... What is that an... Uh... What is the intention or what, what, what is that an example of? That I'm, I'm like still you. going, I'm, I'm going to mess up. I may not get everything right. I'm not perfect. I am imperfectly perfect. Mm -hmm. That's basically it. So I think we, we. And what's the intention of seeing the world in that way? Knowing that no matter what, you can always start over and redefine yourself based on how you grew. And what's the purpose of that? You don't limit yourself. There is no cap. And if there is no cap and you were to frame that in a positive, what would that be? There is room. I am limitless. <laughs> I am limitless. And what is, the, what is the intention of being limitless? <laughs> to be to be godly <laughs> so you're like, oh, my is yeah. and in seeing every like and look at how you see everyone else then if you're seeing and connecting with your higher source you're inviting others and seeing that potential in others as well we all have a high, like that ability to tap into that higher source, higher potential. Mm -hmm. And as you lift up, I'm sure you've heard the phrase, a rising tide lifts all boats. Mm -hmm. So as you rise, you're, you're elevating everyone else around you. Right. So that's where I'm coming from. It's not to say, okay, I'm here. I'm better than you. That's not where I'm coming from. I'm coming from like, I'm getting up here to bring you along with me. It's not I'm getting here to keep you down there. Mm -hmm. There's a very big difference between the pioneer who paves the path up the mountain for others to climb and then holds mm -hmm. the lantern at the top so others can climb as well. And the person who puts themselves on a pedestal mm -hmm. towering above everyone. Towers crumble. Mm. And they're easy to get knocked off of. But in shining your light, you are paving the path for others to climb that same mountain that you just did. And they, they don't have to do it in the darkness like you did. You're shining your light. That is... So freaking, I hope your listeners, listeners are taking notes. Like now you guys see why we love Kimberly so much. <laughs> like before we got onto this, 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 this podcast episode, I was telling her that I, my friend connected with her and my friend was like, oh my God, Kimberly is so powerful. It's like, this is the reason, like the way how Kimberly speaks to you. Like I have, I, I, I love and appreciate you. You don't understand we may only have had like what two conversations, but trust me, this is the second. 
<laughs> you are so powerful. You know, if anyone hasn't told you that, let me tell you that I am so appreciative of you. Like, I see you. I acknowledge you. I, I am so impressed by the work that you do. I am so impressed by how you can draw me out of myself. That, that is truly a gift. Thank you. That is truly a gift. And it's like, you're part of my community. And I love you all the way from the Caribbean. Thank you so much for the little nuggets that you drop on me when we do get to speak. You are so welcome, Melanie. It is my honor. And it takes queen to know a queen. <laughs> so... With this, I want to invite all the listeners and and you that as you are as you are courageously sharing your story, the way you share your story is even though you're up on the mountain holding the light, the people at the bottom, they don't know the journey. Mm-hmm. So your story of going from the darkness, pioneering your way up the mountain, that's where you guide people through so that by the time you're at the, at, on top of the mountain, where you are, guiding them with your light, they've been able to see because they recognize themselves in that space at the bottom of the mountain. Mm-hmm. They recognize themselves in that space and they are knowing, they see the paths that others have said that they should pave that are all nice and paved and tidy and they're there, you know, there's no rough edges and there's no, you know, we're not going to talk about the darkness and it's just all lovely and illuminated, but it's a shadow. There's heaps of shadows along that paved path that society has said that they should be walking. And you have bravely forged a new way forward for them that allows them to face that, those challenges and climb. So guide through that darkness so that they don't feel that alone. Ooh. Thank you. I I I that's a that's a mic drop right there. <laughs> that's a mic drop right there. I don't think how can I follow something like that? <laughs> so I always love to ask, what did you love about this conversation? Oh, wow. I would say that that part right there, when you're, when you're on the mountain, you're, you're, you're shining your light for the others to come. And really, don't forget your story, Melanie. <laughs> don't forget to share the dark parts. It's okay to, to bring people along the journey. It's like, I would say it's, it's kind of like if you were on a Netflix if you, you tune into a Netflix series and you're at the end, I'm like, oh, where was the rest of it? Yeah. Yeah. You see that, you see the happy ending, you see the, the marriage, you see the, you know, Carrie gets big. <laughs> you miss all the stuff in the messy middle and in between. Right. Exactly. So it definitely gave me that. So that's how my brain is interpreting it. When we talk about seeing your life as a movie and you set in the state, it's like when your friend tell, tells you to see that, to, to watch this Netflix show within them, they're already like, 
season nine and you're like, okay, I need to go back to season one to the first episode to see, okay, so I could be on this journey with you. So, wow. I would say that was my getting that new perspective of how I get to reach people or I get to share in a more powerful way. That was, that is my main takeaway. I was like, I am, I am so happy I tune in for this. Like, I know I'm here, but I'm also a listener as well. <laughs> Amazing. Yes. As always, my fellow sovereigns, let your voice be heard. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, subscribe, leave us a review, and share it with your friends. For more tips on guest podcasting, storytelling, and communication strategies, follow us on social media at Communication Queens Agency and visit us at communicationqueens.com. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. And in the meantime, remember, your story has the power to save one life. Let your story and your voice be heard.